time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, welcome into this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie welcoming you to another brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And uh, once again, the update to you on what's going on with our fearless leader, WB, as you know, here for the last few weeks, our, our fearless leader has been suffering from a laryngitis. His doctors are continuing to uh, advise him to take it easy on his vocal cords for probably a, a few more weeks. And I do know that William will have a, a procedure uh, coming up next week, in the next couple of weeks or so, uh, to take a little further look at what's going on with his vocal cords. Uh, so hopefully everything will go well there. And he informs me that he should be back in the program here in just a matter of weeks so we're looking forward and excited to have our uh, first leader back here on the program to bring you a new episodes of southern race week radio coming up here in just a matter of weeks so uh, hang in there william we're going to hold the fort down till you get back so please take care of yourself and looking forward to having you back here on the program here on southern race week radio and uh, don't forget that you can check out our social media platform southern race week radio on facebook and twitter you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week and also follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And you can follow our fearless leader on Twitter at WB Radio Network. And you can follow yours truly on Twitter at Alfie underscore 19. But just uh, sit back, relax. We're going to bring you another exciting, jam-packed episode of Southern Race Week Radio. As we recap everything that goes on in the world of racing, we cover it all for you. NASCAR, NHRA. IndyCar, grassroots racing. If it races, you're going to hear all about it right here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio. And we do have another jam-packed program uh, coming up for you here this week. In just a matter of moments, we'll be speaking with the CEO of the upcoming Music City Grand Prix in the city of Nashville, Tennessee. Matt Cruz will join us to break down and let us know what's going to be coming up this year at the second annual Music City Grand Prix in Nashville. And then we'll be speaking with Tim Bryant of Five Flags Speedway. In just a couple of weeks, they're going to be welcoming in the SRX series to Five Flags Speedway. Really looking forward to that. So uh, we'll have Tim Bryant to break down not only that, but everything that's going to be going on at Five Flags Speedway this year. And then Lenny Viticki, host of PRN at the track, will be joining us to bring us the latest in short track news. So we've got all that coming up for you here uh, this week on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. This is Mason Master, driver of the number 91 Chevrolet. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. But we got another guest joining us here via the Food Depot hotline. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the CEO of the Music City Grand Prix, which will be held later on this year on the beautiful street of Nashville. Tennessee. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Matt Cruz. Wow, that's quite, that's quite the introduction. <laughs> well, Mr. Cruz, we have a big deal guest on. We always want to give him a big deal introduction, <laughs> and we're really honored and privileged to you taking the time to 
Join us here this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully everything is going fine in the beautiful city of Nashville, Tennessee, sir. It is. It is CMA Week in Nashville, which is, you know, it's, you know Nashville. Nashville is one of the premier event cities in the world, and this is just another in a long line of, of great events that we're fortunate enough to be a part of now here in Nashville. So we uh, think we'll host about 300,000 people in town this weekend, and then turn around in two or three weeks, Nashville hosts the largest fireworks display in America on the 4th of July, and then... We'll come in right at the end of the month or early part of August and have the, you know, the the best street race party that North America's ever seen. So, and you know what, sir, Nashville has always been known as a music city. Everyone loves to go there, check out the great music, the entertainment, the bars, the restaurants, everything that goes on in the city of Nashville. But over the last few years, you guys have now been known not only for music but also racing, as the NASCAR uh, banquet has been held in Nashville. Uh, NASCAR has returned to the National Super Speedway, and last year you guys had the debut of the Music City Grand Prix, which was held on the streets of Nashville, Tennessee, a great street course that you all had set up. Just amazing to watch those cars go over the bridge back and forth I mean, and tight, close racing. Just an exciting weekend of racing because you just did more than just uh, the IndyCar Series race. You had a whole bunch of other series that were involved uh, in this great weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. So before we talk about this year's upcoming event and everything that's going on with this year's Music City Grand Prix, how did this idea come to fruition? Well, I'm a Nashvilleian. I've been I've lived here basically my whole life, and I've also worked in motorsports my whole professional career. And you know, traveling and working in and around racing. You know, I, I probably started on this. Well, it's probably eight years ago now. You know, I looked at a lot of the, you know, a lot of the city, the, the similar events, and I always kind of went back to, you know, but Nashville just does large events better, period. And and that kind of started the ball rolling. And, you know, we, we got to the point where we were able to launch last year, but it all just goes back to Nashville, and Nashville is a great host city. I mean, if you look at just, just by the numbers, like I mentioned, you know, we have the largest fireworks display in America. We now have the second biggest New Year's Eve festival in America. The NFL draft that was held in Nashville will never be duplicated anywhere. Let me repeat that. There's not another city that will host a 800,000 person draft. And, and Nashville just they, they, they started with that. And it's just the city has continued to grow. Uh, the number of hotel rooms online, the number of walkable, not just hotel rooms, but restaurants and entertainment venues to our facility. It just gives us such an advantage to put on something like this. And then just the proximity. I mean, we're, we're you know, 55% of the U.S. population is within a day's drive of Nashville. So you put all those things together and a great city and state government to work with, and, and that's how things like this happen. And not only that, sir, the financial income that comes from an event like this, because as you said, people come from all over the world, hotel yeah. rooms, restaurants, bars. Obviously, for the city of Nashville, this is a huge economic boom for the area. Absolutely. I mean, we were you know, we were broadcast in 180 countries last year. We were the most watched IndyCar race in cable TV history. Uh, we'll be moving to network this year. So, you know, the international numbers last year were a little affected because of some of the COVID travel restrictions or international travel restrictions. You know, I think you'll see, a, you know, one of the spikes in our attendance this year will definitely be from the international community that got to see Nashville, you know, some for the first time last year. You know, just the aerial shots of the city, the cars racing over the bridge. It was an iconic two-hour commercial for the city of Nashville. And let me ask you, sir, because this was the first year you did it was last year. What was the atmosphere like as far as from the crew, your volunteers, and people who are setting up for the event? Because this is not something that takes overnight to put together. This is weeks and weeks of preparation to welcome in millions of people into the area. So how was it like for the crews and the volunteers and people who helped out to put this event together? Well, and we had a mixture of people with, with racing experience and festival experience, and that's the one thing that Nashville 
you know, we have a great labor pool here to draw on because, you know, we have people that are in the event world. We have people that are in the touring music world. And, you know, building stages and building grandstands are, are somewhat of a similar skill set. Uh, and then we also bring in some of the best. Tony Cotman, who's our track designer, is, you know, he's probably he's one of the top ones in the world. So to have Tony kind of overseeing that project was important. Our chief operating officer, Jason Rittenberry, comes with a world of experience from being a NASCAR track president for a decade to being the COO at Circuit of America and bringing Formula One to, to Texas. So, uh, you know, we've, it's it, but it was a mixture, and it's a mixture of people with that event experience. And at its core, we worked closely with the Tennessee Titans uh, and their event staff because we you know, we utilize a lot of their property and campus. So uh, you put all those together, and then it all to me it always goes back to a city and state government that understands that for what disruptions you have in traffic, the, it's an overwhelming win just for the number of people in town, the amount of time they spend here, and the economic development or impact that, that those people have. Speaking with the CEO of the Music City Grand Prix in Nashville, Tennessee, Matt Cruz, here on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And before we talk about how you can get tickets, the race date weekends, last year was your first year doing this. This year is your second year. Have you made any changes to the track or how you will do things that will be different than from last year's event that you might have learned a little bit about? Yeah, procedurally we will change, or specifically IndyCar will change their race procedure a little bit to mirror that of some of the support series last year. And a lot of that was just, you know, so the, the starting point, the, our initial race starting point was basically coming over the bridge, which is, you know, about three-quarters of the way down a long, long, long straightaway. Uh, the, 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 the restarts after that all took place at the finish line, which is an extension of the 50-yard line of the football stadium. So that was probably a little so basically when the cars were coming to green on restarts you know some of the cars were still on a different straightaway before they made that turn so it probably checked up the field a little bit more this year a long straightaway leading to green flag i think will fix you know 99 percent of those problems uh we, we, we've increased the radius on a corner or two which i think will pick up the overall uh lap time a little bit uh we've actually narrowed a corner uh just from a racing point of view dario franchiti who's our grand marshal last year actually uh brought the idea to us and and really put his input on how that would improve racing and then some of the transitions of the you know we have you know we have two incredibly long straightaways that go over a bridge and just really you know staying on top of smoothing out the transitions of the you know from from the bridge going from concrete to asphalt so i think all those will lead to uh you know you know great racing and you know i think it'll i think you'll see the I think you'll see the lap speed up a little bit this year. Actually, I've got a, a bet with my track designer uh, as to as to what what the pole speed's going to be this year. And you know, note, note to self: if you're going to bet with someone on the speed of a track, probably don't bet against the guy that builds most of the tracks in America. <laughs> That's a good to lose that, but I may get lucky. You never know. <laughs> That's a good good, good point right there, sir. Uh, checking out your website, which is Music City GP. Dot com Beautiful website. Learning a lot here. you got a lot of great uh, videos, maps to help people get around. And also, uh, Tim McGraw will be highlighting your concert entertainment uh, for the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. So that's uh, that's definitely yeah. huge as well. So tell me a little bit about what you got planned besides Tim McGraw and other uh, maybe little points and maybe little things you want to share with our listening audience about what they can expect August 5th through the 7th in uh, Nashville. Well, so kind of at our core, we are, we're just a big festival. And, you know, with, as I say, with, with cars in the background. So, you know, we are we have multiple stages across property. Uh, we always feel like we're kind of an extension of downtown Nashville. Nashville's got an incredible number of bars and restaurants that have great live music, you know, pretty much around the clock. And that's what we want to be. 
so we have big nightly concerts on our main stage, but we also have our Cumberland River stage this year, which is a, a new addition to the Big Machine X Entertainment Zone, uh, which will have pretty much programming around, you know, for the whole you know, whole time that the track is, is open, so, you know, eight to ten hours a day. But our, our, our marquee concerts are our nightly concerts. Uh, we'll start to make some announcements. We have announced our Saturday night show, which is a full Tim McGraw, 90-plus minute energy pack show. Uh, it'll be Tim's only stop in Tennessee this year on his tour. Uh, so that'll be incredible. Uh, Friday night will be our Freedom Friday uh, Salute to Service concert. Uh, like last year, it'll be an all-star show. Uh, we will start naming, you know, start putting those names out here pretty soon. But last year, it just it grew and it was incredible. You know, Brooks and Dunn took the lead last year, but we ended up with Brooks and Dunn and Chris Rice, or Chase Rice and Jamie Johnson and Tyler Farr and Mark Colley. And it just it just became a fun event and. You'll see a very similar lineup this year as far as, uh, you know, some of Nashville and music's best. No, I can't forget Vince Neal, by the way. Vince, Vince was part of our Freedom Friday show last year. You know, Vince of Motley Crue has been one of the number one supporters of this event from the day it was announced. And unfortunately, Motley Crue's out on the road on Friday and Saturday night of our, of our race this year. But I have a sneaky suspicion you'll see Vince pop up somewhere at our race on Sunday. Uh and then Sunday uh, is obviously the, uh, the, the, the a lot of racing, but culminates with the IndyCar race. Uh, it'll be followed by a performance of the Grand Old Opry, which is incredibly rare that the Opry does an Opry show outside of the Opry house. Uh, but we were incredibly proud last year when they, they agreed to do that. And they'll do that again this year. And we'll start to announce that lineup here in about 14 days. And it will be a, it'll be a who's who of, of, of country royalty. So we're really excited to announce that. And we're, we're going to add a little different type of music for pre-race on Sunday morning as well. Uh, you know, we we we, we you know we like to, to look at other events and, and see how we make cars better. So, you know, you'll be seeing over the next you know, over the next you know three weeks a, a lot of announcement as it as it pertains to music for sure. Well, it should be an exciting weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. That's August fifth through the seventh. Get ready for an exciting race weekend once again in the streets of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, to purchase tickets, get information, and maybe if you would like to be a volunteer and, and help out as well, all that is all that information is available for you on the website at musiccitygp.com. And, of course, frequent that website to check out all the options and everything that's coming up as far as performances. And do you guys have social media as well, uh, Mr. Cruz, that people can go to and check out and follow along and, and like your Facebook page to keep up with all the latest information and what's going on as well? Oh, for sure. Follow us at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So we've, uh, you know, our, our social team does great. They're out on, a, you know, we're doing so many promotional appearances across Middle Tennessee right now with, you know, an IndyCar, one of Robbie Gordon Stadium trucks, and our trophy. Our trophy's become a celebrity unto itself. So it's doing a lot of. There's been a lot of pop-up appearances right now, so yeah, follow us on our socials. Well, Mr. Cruz, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Very excited for the weekend of August 5th through the 7th, the streets of Nashville, Tennessee, where cars and entertainment will meet up to uh, celebrate a great race weekend. Uh, Matt Cruz, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Uh, good luck to you as you prepare yourselves for this race weekend, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again down the road as we get closer and closer to that race date. Great. Thanks for having us. Hi, I'm Nick Sanchez, driver of the number two Maxi Glink Chevrolet, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network itself. We continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And coming up here in just a couple of weeks, June 18th, the 2022 season kicks off for the Camping World SRX Series in Pensacola, Florida at Five Flags 
Speedway. And joining us here via the Food Depot hotline, one of the main men in charge over there at Five Flags Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a great friend of the show. It's Mr. Tim Bryant. Mr. Bryant, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week here on <laughs> Southern Race Week Radio. Sir, hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Well, Alfred, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, thank you for the kind words. And, yes, we're wide open here at Five Flags Speedway getting ready. It's a week from Saturday. It's on us. We've been uh, kind of preparing all year long. Uh, we're going wide open now trying to put our best dress on here at Five Flags for uh, uh, a national television audience on CBS television. Of course, the opening race for Superstar Racing Experience. Now, I know you guys host a lot of events. you got the Snowball Derby. you got ARCA Racing. you got uh, events going all throughout the year. But SRX, is that to you a different animal for your Speedway, considering, as you said, you'll be on CBS on primetime in front of a, 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 a huge audience of fans. It is the opening weekend for the SRX Series. As far as you're concerned, as far as the Speedway is concerned, where does this event stack amongst all the events you guys have every year? Well, you know what? It is a different animal, uh, no doubt about it. Of course, you know, uh, 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 you know, we're known for the Snowball Derby. We have some great racing throughout the summer here leading up to the Snowball Derby, but that's our, that's our signature event. But when we were offered the opportunity to host an SRX event, uh, we were over-the-top excited. I mean, to have 12 of the best drivers in the world in identically prepared cars uh, racing around our track, a 75-lap race, uh, it's uh, in, in front of a, a, a national television audience said there'd probably be a million and a half people uh, watching on TV. We're going to have a grandstand full of people here. Uh, certainly we're hoping. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, but I was glued to my television for the Indy 500. I was pulling for Tony Kanon, who was in contention right there at the end and had a close third-place finish. He's one of the 12 that will be here next week. So the lineup is uh, is stellar. We've got Paul Tracy, Marco Andretti, Ryan Hunter-Ray from the IndyCar side. we got Ernie Francis Jr. from the road racing side, Ryan Newman, Greg Biffle, Michael Waltrip, Tony Stewart uh, from the from the NASCAR side. Bobby Labonte is going to be here. And the, the most exciting thing for all of us short track fans uh, that have been coming to Five Flags for a long time is we're going to get to see our own Bubba Pollard compete with these guys. Now, let me ask you, uh, how did this come to you? Did they call you and ask you, how, how did this all come about that you guys would be uh, having a race in the series this year? To be honest with you, I think it's because of the Snowball Derby. It's made our track fairly well-known. And they're wanting to go to, to, to well-known short tracks. And there's a, a lot of great ones throughout the country. So that's why we were humbled when they when they contacted us to see if we would be interested. Uh, there was a lot of T's to cross and I's to dot uh, to, to get to the point where we're at now. But, uh, you know, we're here. We're ready. And uh, we're excited. As you mentioned, Bubba Pollard, who is one of the many drivers who have come through your track and had a lot of success there. Uh, how cool is it for you to have Bubba Pollard, one of the, I guess you can say, the short track ringers uh, for this event to kick off the season for you guys? Well, for one thing, he earned his way in. He was here for a doubleheader. We had April 8th and 9th. Uh, the driver with the best two-night average finish earned the spot. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a handout to Bubba Pollard, but uh, I think justice was probably served. He's really the guy that our fans wanted to see in this in this event. So, uh, you know, we're excited for Bubba. Uh, he's uh, he's nationally known on the short track scene. And, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to try to help put him on the on the uh, on the map uh, a, a little a little brighter, uh, if possible here. And I, I, I say we're going to try. I know he could do that on his own. He'll be able to compete with these guys for sure. 
Speaking with Tim Bryant here of Five Flags Speedway, as we talk about the kickoff of the SRX Series June 18th at Five Flags Speedway. As you mentioned, tickets are on sale right now, but you want to get those tickets because I'm sure they're going to be all gone with the big names that will be arriving at the Five Flags Speedway. So, Tim, if our listening audience wants to get their hands on some tickets for that event, where can they go to get information and to purchase tickets? Well, it's really simple. If you just go to fiveflagspeedway.com and uh, right there on the homepage, you'll see a buy tickets button. It'll take you to SRX. When you click on SRX, it'll show you our seating chart. It'll show you the seats that are sold already and the seats that are available. Uh, you can make your purchase right there. Uh, you'll be uh, emailed a, uh, uh, a ticket voucher. And uh, you can show up with your phone. You can print the ticket. Uh, it'll be scanned at the gate. Uh, we can scan your phone, scan your ticket any way uh, you want to go. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Our gates will open at 11 a.m. next Saturday. Uh, again, it's June 18th. And uh, we're going to have activities throughout the day. Uh, we're going to have uh, an outlaw division race at 5 p.m., which is uh, uh, going to be a, a, a worth the price of admission, I believe. It's one of our better divisions here. It's going to be a strong field of cars for that. And then, of course, at 7 p.m., they run. Uh, there'll be two two heat races for all 12 drivers, uh, and they'll jumble up the field in those heat races. And uh, by virtue of the heat, they'll establish a lineup for the 75 lap main event. And we can't have you on without discussing not only the SRX series but the Snowball Derby as well. And I'm sure you're excited uh, for that event outside of this when it comes up at the end of the year. And how is that situation coming along? And, and our tickets are available for the, the Snowball Derby yet, sir? So what we're doing right now is renewing people that had tickets last year. They have until August 1st to call the office. That is not an online ticket purchase. You have to call the office to renew your tickets from last year. We've got a good database with everybody's information and the seats they sat in. Uh, you can renew those until August 1st uh, and request an upgrade. After August 1st, we'll spend a couple of weeks processing those upgrades in the order that the ticket orders came in. And then uh, I believe it's August 22nd. The remaining tickets will go on sale to the general public. So uh, that's ongoing as well, and uh, we're already looking forward to the 55th annual Snowball Derby. Man, it's going to be here by the time you know it there, uh, Mr. Bryant. And if our listeners want more information, purchase tickets, or find out other events that are coming up at Five Flags Speedway here throughout the summer, once again, uh, where can they go to get information and to purchase tickets? Yeah, everything's available at fiveflagspeedway.com. Uh, which uh, Pensacola is a great destination town. We always encourage folks to come down for a race, spend a couple of days in our great city. Uh, we love hosting people here. We've got some great southern hospitality. And I'd be remiss, if you'll allow me to, to mention that this weekend at Montgomery Motor Speedway in Montgomery, Alabama, the Southern Super Series will be having a race on their schedule. The Rumble by the River 125 taking place again at Stan Narison's Montgomery Motor Speedway this Saturday night. Well, Mr. Brian, we always appreciate you taking the time to join us here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, sir, to let us know what's going on at Five Flags Speedway. Good luck June 18th when the SRX Series arrives to Pensacola, and I'm sure we'll be uh, catching up with you throughout the summer as we get set for the uh, big one here at the end of the year, the Snowball Derby, sir. It's all coming. Thank you, Alfred. We appreciate your time. Hey, this is Brandon Hutchison, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. As we like to do from time to time, to get the latest on what's going on in the world of short track news. So uh, he's joining us right now. So let's head over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in, as I mentioned, host of PRN at the track. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Lenny 
buy tickets. Always such a great sound, Alfie. Thanks for having us on. And uh, a nice time uh, in Georgia last weekend and a lot of Georgia drivers up in Ohio hunting a lot of money at Eldora. Yes, sir. And uh, you are always uh, got the pulse, the eyes, and the ears of what's going on in the world of short track racing. As we mentioned, Eldora is going to have some action coming up here. Uh, we've got a lot of action with SRX that's going to be kicking off here in a, a few weeks at Five Flags Speedway with Georgia-owned Bubba Pollard uh, involved in that race at Five Flags Speedway. So a lot going on. But before we take a look at what's coming up, uh, let's take a look at what happened over the past weekend, Lenny. You got some uh, results of some of the events that took place over the last uh, weekend or so? Uh I do, I do. Kenny Collins won at Tacoa. Jeff Robinson, a big winner at Cochrane. North Georgia had Aaron Wilson. I like some of these younger guys that uh, won a little bit further out. Bryson Briscoe won at Winder Barrel. Real emotional, exciting win for him. Swainsboro, Georgia had one of those up-and-coming late model stars that folks need to start getting to know the name Hayden Cowan. Hayden Cowan's been winning since his days in the Sharp Mini late models and now starting to do it with the full-size cars. Hayden Cowan's going to be one of those driving force. Plus, Thursday Thunder at Atlanta Motor Speedway, you had Griffin George's Coleman Moody winning in the Charger division. So uh, nice to see some new names and some rising names and a lot of good things happening there. Plus, at Sonoa, another veteran, Austin Horton continuing uh, to find victory lane pretty much at will. He really has it down. Uh, speaking of Lenny Batiki here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, as we get the latest in uh, short track news from the host of PRN at the track. And as you mentioned, you can always check out the program on your local PRN station, or you can go and download the PRN radio app from the App Store. You can get it there. Or also go to goprn.com and uh, check out all the latest episodes and past episodes of uh, PRN at the track. And, uh, Lenny, we got a lot of big events coming up here. Uh, just before we uh, spoke with you, we talked with uh, Tim Bryant over at Five Flags Speedway to get a preview of what's coming up there for the SRX Series, which kicks off in a couple of weeks on CBS Sports. And a huge audience to check out some of the great short tracks that will be featured in the SRX Series and, and also some of the great drivers that uh, maybe, none of, maybe a lot of them don't know about because they're not – watching a lot of short track races, but as we mentioned, Bubba Pollard here from Georgia, uh, who are we are really excited about to be a part of the kickoff of the season at a Five Flags Speedway. Um, what what else besides SRX uh, series, Lenny, do you have on your calendar as far as events that maybe some of our listeners would be interested in checking out here over the next uh, few weeks or so? Well, you mentioned Bubba Pollard, and Pollard is actually up in Michigan this weekend racing at Berlin Raceway in Marne, Michigan, the Money in the Bank event. He won a local event there a couple of weeks ago, so you never know. He could be bringing a whole bunch of money back uh, from Michigan, but the guys that are really looking to bring money back are in Ohio, just below where Bubba is. Georgia drivers like Jonathan Davenport, Brandon Overton, Ashton Wigger, Clay Knight, Kenny Collins, who just won there at Tacoa, I said earlier, Parker Martin, the young rising star, and Cody over to Lil Sexy there. Those drivers and some more up there for the Eldora Million and the Dream Weekend. It'll be a huge payday for uh, any of these drivers we mentioned, and there are a lot of them that are on the tops of everybody's uh, list as far as who could do it. That would be Davidport and Overton. Winger's one of those drivers that uh, is right there to try to make the feature and maybe surprise people. Could be some really good times for uh, Georgia dirt late model racers. And if you're a race fan in the peach state of any kind, 
it'll be a big weekend to watch and see what Pollard does and the rest of these boys in the dirt side at Eldora. That's uh, that's really where my, our attention is right now. It's not long-term, it's short-term because it's big-term. And Eldora Speedway, which is owned by Tony Stewart, has a lot of history there. And for listeners who might not know much about Eldora Speedway, what what makes that track so special uh, for and, and host so many huge events? I think the uh, the owner, uh, Earl Baltus, the guy that built the place uh, back in the day, uh, that was his desire. Make it big uh, and always when you're, you're talking about Eldora, have big events. When he sold the track to Tony Stewart, Tony made him a promise that uh, that tradition would stay on, and it really has. Baltus had the million-dollar race decades ago that Donnie Moran won, and now this weekend, the million-dollar race once again that Tony Stewart's going to be putting on. They can watch it on Flow TV. I love what SRX is doing. We've got so much energy in the racing community right now. Hopefully, folks are getting to their grassroots tracks and supporting those rising stars that are on their way up to even bigger things. So, Lenny, tell us about some of the guests you're going to have on this week's edition of uh, PRN at the Track. Well, with most of the dirt late model drivers headed up to uh, Ohio, we switched over to pavement late model drivers. We have Jacob Borscht, who went side-by-side at South Boston Speedway with Peyton Sellers, the national champion, and on the last lap went to the outside rim road around South Boston Speedway, where they'll be having an SRX race soon. Borscht won that race. Borscht was Rookie of the Year last year. Sellers was the national champion last year, but the tables got turned. David took it to Goliath. And we've got Brendan Queen, who won at just a drama-filled final bunch of laps at Langley Speedway in the Cars Tour, where he did almost the same, passing Carson Quaffle in the last handful of laps and taking the win there. Big, big winners, and our Mid-America show has just an amazing one. Modified driver Austin Becerra qualified his full-blown modified. It broke that he had to walk down the pit area and try to find somebody, one of his pals, in a sport mod, which is the half-power version of a modified up that way. He started at the back of a 19-car field, and in 20 laps took a car half the power of the other 18 drivers and won tremendous drivers that we have on guests on PRNs at the track, and hopefully they'll be able to hear the event on goprn.com. Check it out on the PRN app. But uh, we're really excited about the lineup of stories that we have to share with the racing fans. And, Mr. Batiki, if our listeners want to follow you on social media, keep up with what's going on on PRN at the track. Where can they go to get that information? We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. But PRN's at the track on Twitter is where we really push out the information about grassroots racing. We'd love an extra follow. PRN's at the track on Twitter. Mr. Batiki, we always appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Racing Radio to keep us up to date on what's going on in the world of short track news. We appreciate you, sir. Take care, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again here in just a matter of weeks. Thanks a lot, Alfie. A pleasure, as always, to be on. Hey, guys, this is Jansen Morsbanks, Tour and 12 driver of the Car Store, and you are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And also thanks to our great guest this week, the CEO of the Music City Grand Prix in Nashville, Matt Cruz. We appreciate him tuning in. Joining us on the program this week. Also, thanks to Tim Bryant of Five Flag Speedway and Lenny Batiki with the latest in short track news, the host of PRN at the track. We appreciate those great guys joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Don't forget, if you missed the program this week or want to listen to any past episodes 
of Southern Race Week Radio. The podcast is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So we really appreciate it. If you head on over to one of those podcast locations, search for the show for Southern Race Week. And while you're there, subscribe, comment, and leave a rating for the program at well. We would really appreciate that. So once again, check out the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And don't forget about our social media platforms. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash southernraceweek or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. We're always providing for you the latest in racing news, whether it's NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar, Grassroots, uh, whatever it is, if it involves racing, we'll always give you the latest news and information right there on our social media platforms, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. You'll get all the information right there. Don't forget, to, don't forget about the email address as well. You can always reach out to the program anytime, srwradio at yahoo.com. That is srwradio at yahoo.com. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. We really appreciate you tuning in. Enjoy yourselves and enjoy your race weekend. And we'll catch back up with you next week right here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. Do you come from a land down under? 